In today's Mishnah, we're on the 8th and 9th Mishnah from the 9th Parakamasech to And in yesterday's Mishnah, we listed the cases where, in order for the woman to retrieve her Ketubah, be paid the sum of money that's promised in the Ketubah, she would have to make a Shuwa, meaning the limited number of cases. So Mishnah now goes and explains them. What's a case of Pogemah Ketubah? And the mission explains that's Haitakto Bata Elef Zuz. Hektuba, the value in it was 1,000 Zuz. Va'amarla, and the husband said, Hit Kabalt Ktubatech. He said to her, You've already received your Ktuba. Vihumer, no, Loi Kabalti Elamane. I only received 100 Zuz. So she wants to be repaid the remainder. Mishnah said, in that case, she has to make a Shvua in that situation, like we explained in yesterday's Mishnah. The next case, a single witness comes and testifies that he's paid Ketzad. For example, or the case be, her ketubah was worth a thousand zuz. And he said to her, you've received your ketubah. No, I haven't received it at all. And a single witness comes and testifies in the husband's favor. In that situation, in order for a retriever ketubah, she'd have to swear that she hasn't received it. Next, well, that was one of the other cases where she's retrieving Ketubah from Nechasim Shubadim. So what's the case? This is a situation where the husband, during the course of the marriage, he sold some property to other people. And when it comes to collecting Ketubah, he doesn't have any money. Now she's trying to recover that land that was sold from the purchases. In that situation, Lotifrad Abishwar shouldn't be able to do so if she made a Shvua. Next case, if he's trying to collect a ketubah from the property of the orphans. In that situation, met, what's a case? So, he hasn't passed away, and left some Yerusha to his yotomim, to his children. And now she wants to collect a ketubah from that property. Mishnah says, What's the situation when she's trying to collect a ketubah um, in absence of her husband? So, for example, she says, that husbands went overseas to a distant place. And the woman presents her ketubah and get. And she comes to bait and she wants to collect it. In that situation, she can only collect from the estate or from his property if she makes a shvua. Rabbi Shimon Omer. Rabbi Shimon says, calls man Now, Rabbi Shimon here is coming to disagree with what we learned in Mishnah a few days ago. And if you recall, we said that a few days ago that if the wife was in a position of financial controlling some of the assets of the husband, that he can make her make a shvua that she hasn't taken anything off the sides for herself. However, if he stipulated with her that I have no claims of a shvua or my yorshim on you, then neither he nor his heirs would be able to claim it. So the Mishnah says, in this case, Rabbi Shimon disagrees with that. He says, Any time that she's actually trying to claim a ketuva, the heirs would be able to make her make a shvua. That is, even if the husband stipulated that we have no claims of a shvua, then the Yorishim can still make her make a shvua if she wants to collect a ketuva. And the additional point which relates to what I started introducing Rabbi Shimon's uh, position, it says, If she's not yet claiming a ketuva, if she's not collecting a kuba, the Yorishim would not be able to make her make a shvua regarding all the financial things she was doing during the life of her husband. And that's, by the way, also the husband as well wouldn't be able to make her make a claim. So this is how he's also been collected previously. In other words, despite the fact she was in a position of financial control, the husband wouldn't be able to make her make a shvua based on a safi, based on a doubt, to make sure she was honest in a position up until she actually wants to claim a ketuba. At the point, he would be able to do so. 
Let's now learn the ninth Mishnah. The Mishnah begins, Let's say the woman presents her get, but she doesn't have a ketubah, and we're dealing with a location where they didn't actually write ketubah. Despite the fact we, we mentioned this before, that even if the ketubah isn't formally written, that the sum of money that's promised by ketubah still applies. It's naibetin. So Mishnah says, Gova ketubata should be able to collect her ketubah, meaning the sum of money is promised, However, what's important here is they would make some sort of simon on the get that the ketubah has been paid. So in other words, she can't keep on coming back and trying to claim it again and again. What if ketubah tava inama get? What if she presents a ketubah to Beit Din, but she doesn't have a get? He or merit ava I've lost my get, but I was divorced. Who or merit? Her husband says he admits to the fact he divorced her. However, avad shavri, I've lost the receipt that I would that I received as a result of paying. Or we have a similar situation where a vechen balchov, someone who's lending money to somebody else, Shehotzi Shtarchov, that presents the document and says, this is the money that's owed to me. However, it's past the Shemitah year, and he has not written a prosbul, as we've learned about previously. If you remember, the prosbul is a star that's written where he effectively hands over his loans to Beit in such that the Shemitah doesn't absolve those debts. The lover, the borrower here, is claiming that the lender didn't have a prosbul, so therefore the loan should be absolved. So in both these situations, where the husband claims that the ketub has already been paid, and he's, he's just lost a receipt, and she doesn't have her get on hand, or the second case would involve in the prosbul. Those situations, since there's a doubt, maybe it actually has been paid, we say, Hare Eluloi Paru, that they wouldn't be paid. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, Minasakana Ve'ilech, in the times of Xerot Malchut Romi, where they were actually prevented from observing mitzvot, says, Isha Gobak Tubatab Shalobeget, that a woman would be able to take the ketuba even without a get. And the husband would not be believed if he said, I've lost the uh, shovar, or he wouldn't be able to be also be believed to say, I've paid it, unless he presents a receipt. Out of concern in those days, they would have to get rid of the get very quickly, out of concern that the Malchut Romi, the Romans, there would have actually, uh, there would be consequences for providing this document. Similarly, Balchov Govashlo Beprusbol, Balchov would also be able to collect his debts, despite the fact he has an Aprusbol on hand, because Minastam, they wrote it. However, due to the Sakana, due to the dangers, that would have destroyed the actual document itself. Next, Shnei Gitim Ushnei Ketubot. If a woman presents two gets and two Ketubas, we say in that situation, she's able to collect two ketubot, and under the assumption now that this is representing two different marriages. What if presents two ketubot but only one get? Or one ketubah and two getin? Or ketubah veget umeta? Or she presents a ketubah and a divorce document and witnesses her husband passed away. In those three situations, in that situation, she's going to collect one ketubah. Well, in the first case, where she presents two ketubahs and one get, well, it's possible the two ketubahs were written for the same marriage. And when there are situations where it's two gitin and one ketubah, or a get and the husband passed away, and one ketubah, it's possible that he, the Mishnah says, because sometimes when a man divorces a wife, but then remarries her prior to pay, paying off the first ketubah, it was on condition that the second marriage, the remarriage, would be based on the first ketubah. Let's continue. Katan aviv. A katan, a minor who got, whose father effectively married him off, we say which means as they grow up, the ketubah that was written initially while they were still young is the same ketubah that he will be obligated to pay as they become adults and became uh, legally married. In other words, once he became kadol, the reason why they stayed married together was based on that original ketubah that was written. The Gemara stresses that really every wife has a ketubah. The point is that despite the fact she was a betula when they got married, and by the time it becomes a gadol, she'll be a baula, no longer a betula. Nonetheless, the point of the mission is still be considered a ketubah of matayim, a ketubah that would be appropriate for a betula. Next, gershinit gayar ve'ishto imo. 
This is a situation where someone converted and his wife along with him. And they had a ketubah. Mishra says, ketubah taka yemet. So according to Rashi, this is assuming that they had a ketubah prior to conversion. And we say, ketubah taka yemet, which means, why amana ken kiyama? That that ketubah endures during their marriage now that they're both Jewish, because it was almana ken, meaning, while the fact that they converted and they stayed married together, it was based on that original ketubah and the financial obligations therein. There's another explanation of what, what it means, Ketubah Takayim, it means it's a Ketubah of Maneh, like any Giyoret, but I'll leave that for further study, those in Mishnah today.